So how do you know if you're ready for a remodel? It's a big decision, and there are a lot of factors involved. But I'm going to start by suggesting a few terrible reasons you should not consider. Hello, and welcome back to Mid-Mod Remodel Season 2. This is the show about updating MCM homes, helping you match a mid-century home to your modern life. I'm your host, Della Hansman, architect and mid-century ranch enthusiast. It's January 2020, and you are listening to a new year, a new season of Mid-Mod Remodel. This is Season 2, Episode 1. Last season, we walked through Mid-Century Ranch Remodeling 101, from how great MCM ranches can be and what they commonly need in terms of updates. You've heard my opinions on finding the right remodeling scope from targeted DIY to full overhaul, and I've given you the framework for planning and managing a great remodel on your own. This season is going to be all about getting ready to remodel. New years are about new beginnings, and a new decade even more so. There are so many fun and vital elements to planning a remodel that start before you ever look at a floor plan or even assemble a Pinterest board. So let's dig into some of the ideas you should be mulling over at the very start of a mid-mod remodel process. Over the next few episodes, we're going to be talking about what a difference good planning can make and how you can feel empowered to make great choices for yourself and your home as you contemplate a mid-century update. So, is 2020 the year you remodel your house? Are you even ready to remodel? I'd like to sidestep that question for a moment and instead pose a common scenario. A young couple purchases their first home. It's overwhelming, and they're kind of tired from everything else. And because they've just bought a home for the first time, they've never planned and executed a remodel before. It's unfamiliar. So their research for the process goes like this. They talk amongst themselves. They talk to friends and family. They look at Pinterest a medium amount, and they start to think about who actually does the work of a remodel. A contractor. They call a few contractors and ask who's busy and available. And perhaps, do you do kitchens? Or, I'm thinking about a bathroom update. Can you show me some pictures? They generally land on the first person who's available and has a reasonable offer in terms of price. What that couple doesn't realize is that they just skipped a very important step. Before you hire someone to do something for you, you need to figure out what you want done. And the risk in jumping straight to the first guy who's available and asking them to fix your problem is that they might fix the wrong problem. Or they might simply patch it up with shiny new finishes or countertops. The reason that the story of this hypothetical couple breaks my heart is that they are part of a continuous pattern in American home updates of upsell and re-re-re-renovations with frankly mediocre design. It's no one's fault. It's not the homeowner or the contractor who's doing anything wrong. They're just skipping a step. There hasn't been a design process or even often a real interrogation of what they needed for their home. It reminds me of a goofy moment from a fake promo spot for the Zoolander movie. Uh, that was many years ago. Ben Stiller blue steals to the camera and whispers, words can only hurt you if you try to read them. Don't play their game. Here's the thing though. Do play their game. Do take the time to hit pause between thinking I might want to remodel my house and then picking up the phone to call a bunch of people who will execute your final design plan to make a final design plan. So when we talk about whether 2020 is going to be the year you remodel, I want to make sure that you are thinking through why you want to remodel. We'll get to that in just a moment. Before we do, I want to mention this episode's sponsor. Planning a mid-century remodel can be so much fun, and I'm so glad you're here thinking about it. I assume if you're listening to this podcast, you're thinking about it. If you're feeling adrift and you need help 
with your mid-mod remodel planning process, you might benefit from a mid-century solutions package. This is a customized assessment and design proposal prepared quickly and for a flat fee, so you know exactly what you're getting into. Get the clarity and confidence you need to update your MCM home with style on your own terms, because planning a mid-century remodel doesn't need to be scary. Learn more about that package in the show notes. You can find that information, plus links, images, and more for this episode at www.midmod-midwest.com slash 201. Okay, so how do you know if you're ready for a remodel? It's a big decision, and there are a lot of factors involved. But I'm going to start by suggesting a few terrible reasons you should not try to consider. Here's what got me thinking about this just now. I was poking around online recently, and I came across one of those not very helpful list posts that always rank so highly on Google searches. The website was a company that supplies a specific building material to new homes and remodels, and they'd made a filler post listing ways to know whether you should plan a remodel. Here's my first problem with their post. They called it a checklist to see if you were ready to start updating a house and interviewing contractors. That was one sentence. Okay. I already have a problem with this, and it's not just because I'm an architect. Whether or not you decide to involve design professionals in your home update, you must absolutely start with yourself and your home, not by calling up people who offer a service and asking them to begin the process of upselling you on it. It's just common sense. Then we get into their list of reasons to remodel. The first one had to do with emergent maintenance issues. Yes, if your roof is leaking, you need to get into that, and you should start by calling a contractor. But reasons two through five were, you have funds, you plan on staying in your home long enough to make it a good investment, you need more space, and your home looks dated. Oh boy. They concluded that maybe you should just build new. Here's a link to their custom home building checklist. The thing is, they're not saying anything shocking or unique. That's not why I'm picking on this blog post. I'm intentionally obscuring the details of the company because it's not their fault. They're simply repeating the common wisdom about when and why to remodel. That so-called wisdom includes a lot of basic assumptions like remodeling is very expensive. A house update is a financial investment. A dated house is shameful and needs to be quickly brought up to match current trends. And every American family needs more space so they can fill it with more things. All right, there are some grains of truth in that. But I don't find it a very helpful way to look at a good remodel process. Here's what I mean. Of course, if you're pinching every penny, you might not be ready to remodel. Likewise, it's not a smart plan to invest your emotional energy in updating a house you know you'll be moving away from in a few years. I feel like that website, and nearly everyone else, comes at this question completely backwards, and I find it so frustrating. Here are some truths about remodeling as I see them. Updates, and home ownership in general, is more expensive than most other things a household will take on. But unless your budget is literally zero dollars, that doesn't mean you can't make improvements to your home and the way it works to keep out the rain and close your daily activities and feel beautiful to you. What you really need is to establish the right balance point between what you want changed and how you go about changing it. You might decide, for example, to put all your resources towards one key update, or substitute time and elbow grease for someone else's expertise. Your budget doesn't necessarily have to determine whether or not you're ready to remodel. Or how about the house as investment idea? A house is absolutely an investment in the sense that it is very expensive to purchase and can be sold later for more or less than the original cost, depending on the market and other factors. I became an independent adult 
and an architect right after the housing bubble burst, so I have feelings about houses as investment properties. But a home means more to a family than just a financial instrument. I never advise people to spend their remodeling dollars on things they don't want or need because they're what is supposed to happen. I believe it's a terrible idea to make choices about the space you surround yourself with on a daily basis because of what some faceless future average buyer might want. The longer you can plan to stay in one place, of course, the easier it is to free yourself from the constraint of resale value as a decision tool. But even if you know you'll only be in your home for less than a decade, I think of it like this. My home should outlast me. I want to take care of it so that it's in good shape for the next family to call home. But I'm going to live in it the way that makes me happy. I see a remodel as more of an emotional investment than a financial one. The best of all outcomes is making well-informed choices about your house and using clever design thinking rather than high-end product upgrades that will result in a house that's both exactly what you want and pretty appealing to the next person who comes along. Okay, the next one. How about you should remodel your house because you need more space? Whoa. I don't even have time to get into all the thoughts on America's house obesity problem. It's going to have to be a separate podcast episode. Let's just say that while some mid-century homes certainly do benefit from a carefully thought out addition, I hate the association between a remodel and always adding on new space. Making the most of what we've got, reconfiguring what we have, and tailoring our homes to what we need and use in our daily lives is a much better strategy than mindless going around plunking on second story additions to ranch houses. Oh. That's another whole separate episode. Let's never do that. Finally, the your house is dated so you need a remodel thing. The idea that you must immediately call a contractor if you have a house with an early 2000s kitchen. I really hate this. While we will probably always have and enjoy style trends in our homes, let's start thinking about houses with a little less planned obsolescence. One of the reasons I love working with mid-century ranches is that we can play to their strengths, improving and adding to classic mid-century design features and character in ways that mean they stay vintage and worry less about being dated. When it does come to trendiness, take it on with care. Apply trends to areas of the house that are easier to change with time. For example, if you have a wood-sided house, feel free to paint it in the very latest millennial first-time homebuyer gray. I did, and I love it. I also love knowing that when the next person comes along, they can paint it again into their favorite color. It's just part of the maintenance process of a wood-sided house. But if you have a home-sided and original mid-century brick, do not paint it. You can find my rant and or entreaty to homeowners on this subject linked in the show notes. In a few years, the painted brick trend is going to die. And then not only will all the houses that got painted gray brick in the last few years seem tired, but there won't be any going back. It's very hard to get paint off of brick. All right, so where does that leave us? There are good reasons and bad reasons to remodel your house. I think you should think about taking on a remodel process if your home is out of alignment with what you need, what makes you happy, and if it needs some maintenance and care, which, if it's a mid-century house that hasn't gotten a lot of work done in the last 70 years, is probably the case. To wrap up, I'm actually going to spend very little time on the question I posed at the top of the podcast. That is, are you ready to remodel in 2020? Because my answer is very simple. You are if you want to be. You might be ready to rustle up a bank loan or write a check for a total overfall of your home involving a design team and an army of contractors or subs. Or you might be ready to start figuring out what tiny tweaks you can make with laser focus to tailor your house to your lifestyle using recycled materials from your local Habitat for Humanity Restore and skills you learn from YouTube videos. Or something in between. 
If you feel unprepared for the big decisions that are coming your way in a remodel, that's okay too. It's a big process. There are so many resources out there. You can plan and carry out a loving update of your mid-century home. In fact, just next week, I want to get you in the mood for planning an MCM remodel. And while step one is figuring out what you really need and how your home should change to suit that need, there's a lot to be said for knowing what's possible and having the best resources at your fingertips. So I'll be sharing my favorite websites, books, magazines, and more for homeowners planning to remodel ranches. I'm really looking forward to it. If you enjoy MidMod Remodel, share it with someone on your social media channel of choice. Use the hashtag MidModRemodel. Your ratings, reviews, and comments drive the subjects that I cover and help other mid-century enthusiasts find the show. Thank you. You can find links, pictures, and a summary of everything I've covered in this episode on my website, midmod-midwest.com slash 201. Share your ideas or questions about your mid-century home remodel in the show notes, or find me on Instagram, where my handle is at midmodmidwest. Happy new decade, midmod remodelers. Let's talk next week.